Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten, and I am a nutrition and fitness coach for petite women. And today I want to talk about something that I cannot get off my mind lately, and that's probably because, one, I'm doing it right now, and I have several clients right now who I'm helping do this exact thing with. Um, And it's quite honestly, probably my favorite thing to do with my clients. And that is reverse dieting. I talked a little bit about this on last week's episode, but I wanted to dive in and really explain what reverse dieting is, who it's for, how to do it, all that good stuff. So let's first start off by explaining what reverse dieting is. Like, what are you in for for this episode, right? So reverse dieting is exactly what it sounds like. It is the opposite of dieting, but more specifically, it's a strategic method of gradually increasing calories to speed up your metabolic rate among a whole bunch of other benefits, which we'll get into. Um, But the most important part is that Not only are you very, very, very slowly increasing calories, you're also doing so in a way that prevents sudden weight gain. Because I know what you're thinking, like immediately when you hear reverse dieting and increasing calories, you're like, oh my God, wouldn't more calories mean more weight? That's the opposite of what I want. Like you've probably spent years trying to lose weight. And so the thought of doing this is like, ah, it's like super scary. And the thing is, you're right, because, you know, a quick surge in calories can definitely lead to weight gain. But with reverse dieting, it's all about slow and gradual adaptation so that your body can utilize the extra, the the small bit of extra calories for energy and various metabolic processes. like releasing the right hormones at the right time. And so when you give your body this small amount of more food, and we're not talking very much, and we'll we'll talk about that too, like how much food it looks like, but it's really just such a small amount that you're increasing by. And so your body's going to utilize those calories for everything it needs to do. And that is what minimizes the chances of those extra calories getting stored as fat. Because like I said, you're right. If you were to just increase your calories by, I don't know, anywhere from 200 to a thousand calories. Yeah. You're, you're likely going to store those calories as body fat immediately because your body's not used to that high level of calories. And so what it typically does is stores it because it's like, oh my God, I don't know when I'm going to see this food again. So it's like, we need to hold on to as much of it as possible because like I said, we don't know when we're going to see it again. But by slowly increasing your calories week by week, maybe giving it 20 more calories this week, 30 more calories next week, your body puts that small amount of calories to good use. It puts it towards all of those metabolic processes that need to happen in the body. And that's how you prevent the sudden weight gain. Now, if you've been following me for quite some time, you know all about my HA recovery journey, how I increased my calories. Like I more than doubled my calories basically overnight, did that for three, four months. And 
Unfortunately, I gained a lot of weight really quickly, and that's because I rapidly increased my calories and my body didn't know what to do with it, except to store it as fat. So reverse dieting, on the other hand, is a much less risky approach. It's all about going slow and steady and monitoring your biofeedback and your weight and what's happening before increasing any further. And so it's a lot easier on the brain because I'm sure you can just imagine and probably already know how hard it is mentally to gain weight. But that's why reverse dieting is such a great solution to that problem where your metabolism might be kind of slowed down, but you also don't want to gain weight. So what do you do? Well, you reverse diet. And the goal is not to make the scale move more than a few pounds. And we're talking like five pounds tops. We don't want it to go any higher than that. And most of the time it doesn't. If you're doing it right, you will maintain your weight. And I also want to point out that the goal is not to lose weight. But sometimes weight loss can be a result. And that's because... Food is the catalyst behind many of those metabolic processes, and without sufficient calories, those metabolic processes will slow or shut off. But by giving your body calories, this enables your body to utilize those extra calories for energy and other metabolic processes like hormone production. And it's basically like telling your body, hey, no need to store this fat because we're going to use it right now. And all of those things start working again. And if you've got extra fat to lose, it might actually come off. I've witnessed this with a few of my clients. Um, it doesn't always happen, but it is truly phenomenal when it does. And so if you want to listen to one of my clients talk about her experience with reverse dieting and losing weight and regaining her period all at the same time, check out episode 89 of this podcast. And, you know, sometimes I have to say the reverse dieting process is so slow that you might actually want to speed it up, but we'll talk more about that in a second. Before I get into like how to reverse diet and what it looks like exactly, I want to talk about some of the signs that you might be getting from your body that tell you that you might need to up your calories and reverse diet. So a few of those signs are having an extreme lack of energy, experiencing stalled progress, no matter how little you eat, no matter how many more calories you cut, no matter how much more you work out in the gym, you're just not seeing as much progress anymore. Um, you're always hungry, like always constantly thinking about food. You've got food on the mind. You can't watch commercials that have anything to do with food because you get extremely hungry. <laughs> like along with that, you always kind of envy other people who are just like eating without having a second thought. And you're like, I wish I could eat that. And just being envious of other people. You're always feeling cold, like especially hands and feet, but you're especially feeling cold in warm climates. And you're like, I don't know why I need a sweatshirt right now, but it's 80 degrees outside. And for some reason, I'm just freezing. Another sign is having trouble going to the bathroom. You know, you're either constipated or you don't have consistent bowel movements. Maybe you have like one bowel movement every two, three days. 
Um, but you should be having a bowel movement at least once a day. If you are constantly getting sick, that, I mean, obviously shows you that your immune system is weak, but it could be that you're not getting enough food. Your immune system's not getting enough food to fight off any of the unwanted bacteria or viruses or anything that you might come in contact with. Um, hair loss is a big one. Just breaking hair, weak nails goes along with that. Sleep issues. If you're waking up in the middle of the night hungry as fuck, you're probably not eating enough. Um, and then, you know, the biggest one that I suffered from for way too long is losing your period. But also, you don't need to get to the point where you lose your period to know that you need to up more calories. Like, if you have irregular cycles, that's also a sign that you might need to increase your calories too because your hormones need food to operate correctly. And you might not be eating so little that they just shut down completely like mine did, but you could still not be eating enough for them to function optimally. And so reverse dieting is for you if you have been in that low calorie restriction, that low calorie deficit, that low calorie hell for a long time and your metabolism feels so slow that even if you just look at food, you feel like you gain weight. I've been there before where I'm like, I just feel stuck at 1200. Like anytime I go any bit out of that range, then it's like I'm immediately feeling bloated, immediately seeing the scale go up. Um, but the thing was, was that I wasn't doing it in a controlled manner. So when I did go over that 1200 calories, it was usually like a binge or a vacation or something where I just kind of like went for it and just ate way over my what was once my calorie maintenance. But if I would have just reverse dieted and slowly increased my calories over time, I would have naturally increased my maintenance level and not seen as many negative effects. So that's one thing. And if you are also tired of not seeing any progress despite eating so little, despite working out so hard, despite um, cutting more calories, despite adding more cardio. Reverse dieting is also for you because it's a sign that your body isn't getting enough food to perform the metabolic processes it needs in order for you to, let's say, lose weight. And if you're missing your period and you know deep down that you need to eat more, but you feel paralyzed by fear of gaining potential weight, reverse dieting could be a really, really good option for you to start that process. Like if I'm being honest and I could go back and do it all again, I would definitely try reverse dieting first before just rapidly increasing my calories. Um, but hindsight's 2020 and I'm not going to dwell on that for too long, but I will say if I could go back, I would do it differently. And last but not least, I do want to touch on this because reverse dieting isn't only reserved for those people who are having metabolic issues, um, hormonal issues. You can also use reverse dieting to just enhance your overall well-being to put more food on your plate to put more muscle mass on like there's a lot of reasons why someone would use reverse dieting but 
usually when we talk about reverse dieting, it's usually about coming out of a calorie restriction. Um, but you can use it regardless of where your calories are at. And so this is kind of where we're going to turn into some of the benefits of reverse dieting because a lot of these symptoms I just mentioned can be literally reversed with reverse dieting. So you already know that increasing your calories helps to boost your metabolism, but let's talk about why that happens. When you are in a prolonged calorie restriction or calorie deficit, your metabolism just adapts to that level of food and it's not speedy and it's not fast anymore. But when you give it more food, it has to process through those calories so it speeds up naturally. And when you consistently give it enough food, your metabolism is going to run better. It's going to fire on all cylinders. Um, but Another benefit to reverse dieting is just having more energy because food is fuel. I'm sure you guys have heard that before. I say it all the time. Those extra calories are going to enhance your workout performance and it's going to enhance your daily productivity at your job and your home. Like, And all of that really just transfers over to so many areas of your life. Like, We don't need to really spend so much time explaining how energy is so beneficial, but um, another benefit to reverse dieting is that it can restore your hormones and especially those related to appetite regulation like leptin, even thyroid hormones. And if you are suffering from, you know, a missing period or even irregular cycles, eating more can help your hypothalamus talk to your ovaries and release the LH and FSH for you to ovulate so that you get your period. And if you are already getting your period, but your cycles are inconsistent, this could help make your cycles more consistent. And there are dozens more of hormone reactions in the body that happen that require you to eat enough food for them to happen the way they should. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to hormone regulation when it comes to reverse dieting and eating more um, and just, you know, overall improved well-being because it could help improve digestion. So maybe some of those symptoms that you could be thinking are IBS or whatever, um, it could actually just be that you're not getting enough food to process those calories efficiently and get them out. Um, so. Like I said, if you are experiencing inconsistent bowel movements, eating more can actually help regulate all of that. And that was one of the biggest eye-opening things for me personally is when I went from like not being able to go, it'd be like two, three days between bowel movements. And now it's like at least once a day. And it's <laughs> such a relief, I must say. But um, yeah, so there's other well-being improvement benefits that can happen like sleep um sleep is a big one um if you're waking up in the middle of the night because you're hangry that's a huge sign that you're not eating enough and all it takes is just eating more to help ease that hunger so that you can sleep through the night and then mood regulation like that goes hand in hand with hormones another huge benefit is experiencing food freedom, like getting rid of those food restrictions and diet culture rules, um, and just being able to embrace 
flexibility with life, like being able to just go on vacation and be like, eh, you know what? I'm going to eat. I'm going to enjoy things. And I'm not going to have to worry about this when I get home because, you know, my body deserves to have a break and I can enjoy myself and I'm not going to gain weight while I'm over vacation. And if I do, hey, whatever, I'm just going to go right back to my normal routine and that weight will just vanish before I know it. And that's been such a nice thing to have because I do travel often. So it's it's nice to like not have that thing in the back of my mind going, oh my God, you're going to have to get home and run so much and do two days. And yeah, I just don't have that anymore. And it's such such a liberating feeling. Um, muscle maintenance is another benefit, right? Because eating more helps to preserve muscle and it may even help you build lean muscle because more calories equals more building blocks for you to be able to add muscle mass. Um, and then just like overall long-term success because eating more, increasing your calories and increasing your maintenance level of calories will make losing fat much easier during future cutting phases. So for a lot of us, reverse dieting is a very temporary thing where, you know, you do it until you increase your calories and you feel pretty good there. And then like you can do these mini cuts every now and then to sculpt and enhance your physique. But the most important part about that is to not stay in a cut or a calorie deficit for too long again, because then you're going to start seeing those negative effects of being in a calorie deficit, like your metabolism slowing down again. So we always want to make sure we bring you back up to maintenance. Um, but it's so much easier to do that when you are starting from a higher calorie point. So now that we have all of that out of the way, let's talk about how to reverse diet. And I'm going to give you five steps. So the first one is to figure out your current level of calories and macros. So if you've been tracking your food, you likely already know this. But if not, if you've just been in a restrictive state where you know you're not eating as much, um, I highly, highly suggest tracking for at least one to two weeks to figure out where your average calories and macros are at before you move on to step number two, because this is very important that we go very slow, very gradual, and make very, very minimal increases. Um, and if you don't know where you're starting from, then how do we know how minimal those increases are, right? So we need to make sure that we know exactly where we're starting from to make sure that we prevent as much weight gain as possible. So that's step number one. Then step number two is to make tiny weekly increases to your macros. And when I say tiny, I mean like seemingly unnoticeable, like especially for petite women, it really does not take that much. We're talking one to five gram macro increases per week tops. Like this it could look like a sprinkle of cheese. This could look like an ounce more of rice. And that is just like how much more food you add in one week daily, right? Not just an ounce more of rice once a week. It's an ounce more of rice seven days a week. And this is, this looks like 
like 20 to maybe 50 calories per week. Like 50 is pushing it. That's a aggressive jump. But like 20 to 40 calories per week, I think is a very safe, um, not risky approach to adding calories. And I know it doesn't seem like much. And that's the whole point. It's just a very slow and gradual increase. Um, especially if you are super low calorie, like if you're eating under 1200 calories right now, you really, really want to go as slow as possible with as tiny as possible increases to prevent any unwanted weight gain. Now, if your calories are higher, like mine were at about 1800 when I started this current reverse that I'm doing, but even if you were around 1600, you could take more aggressive increases like that 40 to 50 calorie range um that's aggressive to me and that's because we're petite like if you google anything about reverse dieting and look up like how to do it most sites are going to tell you to increase by 100 calories per week and as a petite woman that's a lot like that's 400 calories a month and that will very likely make a petite woman gain weight pretty fast. So we need to take slow, gradual jumps. And honestly, if you're doing it right, your macro adjustments, your macro increases should be hardly even noticeable. But over several weeks, it will definitely add up. Just remember that reverse dieting is not a race by any means. Um, Much like anything else when it comes to our body, like it's going to take time. And you can go as slow as you need to. You don't need to make huge jumps. You just got to go with what feels good to you. And that leads us to step number three, which is to monitor your progress and to specifically use this progress to determine the rate at which you increase your macros. So during this entire process of reverse dieting, you want to basically pretend that you are a scientist performing an experiment. You want to be reflecting on the process and collecting as much data as possible because how are you going to know if it's working if you don't have any data to measure, if you don't have any way of testing if it's working. So it's not about just the weight on the scale, it's also about your hunger levels, your strength, your energy, your libido, your menstrual cycle, your hair, your nails, your bowel movements, all of that will tell you if you're moving fast enough or slow enough because let's say you're not seeing as many benefits yet. It just doesn't feel like anything's happening. It's probably a good thing, but also it might tell you that you can take more aggressive jumps. Now, if you are experiencing rapid weight gain, that's probably a sign that you might be going a little too hard. So my recommendation for this is to reflect on your journey at least once a week. Keep a journal and really document the process because that's going to help you reflect. It's going to help you keep track of what's happening um, and help you do step number four, which is to be patient, listen to your body, and adjust as needed. So you're going to use this progress and you're going to use your reflection and your data to determine how much you're going to increase your calories by. Now, this is not an easy thing to do, right? Um, 
<laughs> I'm sure you're like, but how much do it? Like, how do I know how to increase and how much to increase by? And I get that because it is kind of tricky, but you also have to keep in mind that you don't always need to increase your carbs and your fats and your proteins. Like you don't need to increase all your macros at once. You can just increase one macro one week. You can increase two macros one week. Some weeks you don't even have to increase anything at all. Some weeks it's really important to just pause, stay where you're at, let your body acclimate and adapt to what you've been doing. Um, It doesn't need to be a rigid thing. And it's really, like I said, just listening to your body and listening to that biofeedback and learning to pause and learning to be more aggressive. Like it really just all depends on how you're feeling. And that's why it's really important to reflect. Um, And then last but not least, I don't know if this is necessarily a step. I probably shouldn't even call these steps because they're kind of like You're going to go back and forth between steps two through five, I guess. But the last thing I want to mention is just to focus on adding nutrient-dense foods. Because even though you're going to be eating more during a reverse diet, it's not an excuse for an all-out binge. It's not a free-for-all when it comes to eating. Um, Like, if you think about it, if you've been eating 1,200 calories, adding 20 to 40 more calories more per week is not going to immediately take you out of a deficit. So even though you've started to raise your calories, it's just not a free pass to go on an all-out binge. And we all know like processed food, like all of that stuff, like there's detriments there. So when we talk about increasing calories and adding more food, we want to focus on those nutrient-dense, high-quality foods. We want lean proteins, complex carbs, healthy fats. We want fruit. We want dairy. We want those things that you might have been restricting because all those nutrients are going to be super beneficial. And over time, as you increase calories, you will gradually make room for more of those fun treats and having flexibility in your life and on your plate. But it really is such a slow transition and moderation is key. Just like anything, we want to make sure we're being smart about this. We're choosing the right foods that our bodies are going to utilize for those metabolic processes that we talked about. And as you go through the process of reverse dieting, don't be surprised if your hunger increases, if you feel hungrier than normal. And that's actually a really, really good sign that your metabolism is turned on, it's working, it's going, and that your body is actually burning through the fuel that you're giving it. And if you feel this way, you could choose to increase your food, your calories a little bit faster. Um, You could also implement refeed days where you get one day a week where you actually go even higher than your um, current level of calories. And that's also to kind of help mitigate some of those hunger cues and also increase your calories and increase your metabolism even further and help with some of those cravings. You'll want to make sure that you don't do that too often, though, like not every day, because you know, if you increase too fast, you're more likely to gain weight. Um, and with that being said, if you overeat one day, couple days, 
it's not like you messed up or anything because the whole goal is to increase your calories. So what you want to do in this case is just get back on track with your reverse calories macro count um, and use this time to kind of reflect on what happened and just keep in mind that hunger is a good sign. Like I said, it's it tells you that your metabolism is working. It is sped up and hopefully that nugget of knowledge will help you work on your relationship with food because that is also another very good benefit about doing reverse dieting and increasing your calories slowly. It helps you learn that some of the things um, like overeating one day isn't such a big deal in the long run and you'll see that happen in real time. It's really cool. It's a really the whole reverse dieting thing is a really cool process and a really cool learning experience. Like I always feel like I'm, my body's like a science experiment when I do it. Cause I'm like, Ooh, what happens when I increase by this much? Or Ooh, what happens if I have a weekend where I just have a vacation? Like, Oh, none of this was ever really that bad and I'm fine. And it's just a really empowering process overall. And I can say that now because I've successfully reverse dieted in the past, but I know that as you're going through it, there's kind of that unknown aspect where you're not really sure what's going to happen. And there's this little bit of fear, like I'm experiencing that right now doing reverse dieting again, even though I've done it in the past and I've been successful before in the past, but even now it's still kind of like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and it's... It's weirdly thrilling, but also I just want to say that like I know that if it were really just about eating more, you would have solved this problem already. Like I know that the actual eating part is the easy part and that the real challenge lies in overcoming that fear of gaining weight. It's always kind of there and it's always pretty scary and I get it. We live in a world where we're constantly being told to eat less, cut carbs, reduce portion sizes, be thinner, weigh less, blah, 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 blah. So why wouldn't you think less food is better when it comes to reaching your goals? Like, I believe that too for the longest time. And I thought that was the only way to get the body that I wanted, the only way to feel the way I wanted to feel. And it turns out it couldn't be more farther from the truth. I personally think that learning about all these benefits to eating more and learning about some of the detrimental negative effects that could result um, from staying in a prolonged calorie deficit, I think learning about all those things gave me the courage to eat more and continues to give me the courage to eat more. And I know that the mental aspect to this is so much harder than the physical aspect to this because you are going to get bombarded with those messages to eat less. You are going to want to revert to your old ways. You're going to want to, at some point, do a U-turn and go right back into your comfy little deficit. And I know that because I've been there and it's it's such a push and pull and there's like this weird battle going on in your head that where you're like, I know all the benefits, but I'm just scared and I want to go back to my comfy spot. And that's totally, totally normal. I think everybody experiences that on their reverse diet journey. But the question is, 
Are you going to listen to that voice inside your head telling you to turn around? Or are you going to listen to what you know in your heart to be what you need to do? And that's not always easy. That's a really hard place to be in. And that's why it can be so beneficial to have a coach, to have support, or to surround yourself with people who are or who have successfully reverse dieted because that's your insurance, um, it's your accountability, but it's going to help you be, help you have a more successful experience because you're way less likely to abort mission. Because like I said, I know the eating part's the easy part. It was for me and it probably will be for you, but it's all the mental stuff that um, really kind of comes up and can make it all go sideways. Not to bring the mood down, but I did want to just throw that out there. Um, anyway, so how long does reverse dieting take? So it, it totally all depends on your starting point and your goal, of course, like everything else. Um, but generally speaking, it could take anywhere from a couple weeks to a couple months. Again, all depends. But Ideally, the goal is to reach a new maintenance calorie level that feels good to you. So I think that pretty much covers the basics of reverse dieting. But if you have any further questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at funsize.life underscore. And if you're wanting some help along your reverse dieting journey um, and you want someone who's been through it, who knows exactly what to expect um, and who has worked with other clients before, reach out to me. Um, I'd be more than happy to help you eat more, boost your metabolism, restore your hormones, and help you gain lean muscle without gaining fat so that you can feel good, have more food on your plate, and experience that food freedom once and for all. Just DM me on Instagram if you're interested, um, or we can we can actually use my one-on-one coaching container to reverse diet too. So I'll leave that link in the show notes as well. But thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, I will catch you in the next episode. <laughs>